Good. I'm good. Did you put your phone on Do Not Disturb? I just threw it on the floor. Yeah, but it's not going to help if it rings. It's on vibrate. You're not going to hear it. Well, if it vibrates, vibrates. I can't speak. If it vibrates, might as well be on you. Yeah, I'm not going to answer it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) So back from Ohio. Yes, I'm exhausted, but well rested from last night. It was a it was a good week. So for listeners, we spent what five days? Five days. Monday, Tuesday, yeah, five days in Ohio. Uh, one day was a vendor show. One day was just getting situated, I guess. One day was a vendor show, and then three days of teaching our plain clothes survival tactics class. So over thirty officers, love seeing the faces when they figure out how simple it is to get out of zip ties and handcuffs and not just that the psychology behind it you know it's amazing to me you know and we mentioned this in the class like this whole blanket training that officers get yet there's so much specialized entities within law enforcement that don't come out of that norm yeah you know and you know what like over 90 percent when we ask them have you ever trained this way no it's like none and it it just baffles and me. even when we when they did do some uh let's say some some of the instinctive shooting or working from vehicles and stuff like that, they, they would say that never anything like what we've done. Yeah. You know, I mentioned it on my Facebook post and, you know, I'm horrible with social media, but you know, it's every single class this week. It's, it's always nice affirmation when you hear it. This is one of the best classes I've ever taken. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's not even the full class, you right. know? Right. No, it was good. Um, so we can talk more about that in the future, but really what we wanted to concentrate on today, we're recording this on a Saturday. Tomorrow is Father's Day. Father's Day. It's going to drop on Monday, the day after. And we're both fathers, and this is a Silver Savage podcast. It is. So I would assume many of our listeners are fathers as well. Mm-hmm. And really, when you and I discuss this, I mean, we didn't really want to talk about fatherhood because to each their own in the thing, but we're really thinking about the educational processes and you know we're talking about different schooling systems and you you have a three four year old right yep how old is samson he'll be four this year that was right three four year old three four (laughs) that's Um, that's an age three four right and i have a daughter that's almost two two going on 30 yeah so they're they're getting to the age where we got off to make a decision do we put them in the public school system do we put them in the private school system do we homeschool or do we and, do and something that's all different a part of parenthood right that's yep. all a part of you know decisions because kids can't make those decisions on their own i don't care what the argument it is they can't correct and and, and short of you looking for a specialist for example my boys go to a jewish day school so it was very important for the mom that that they go there and so very little say on that end um and and luckily, the school itself is a good enough school that I don't have too many issues. I have some issues, but not too many issues on the academic level, right? So I know they're going to be okay. My daughter's already 16, so, you know, two years from graduation, I'm not oh, messing with school. like, nauseous. And I will say I found out, because she goes to a public school system in Baltimore County, and I did learn that there are really two different, um, I guess, populations or demographics in the school there's the for lack of a better term i'm gonna say general population right Mm -hmm. and then there's the yeah and and then there is the um the advanced um whatever they call it right ap or different terms right and and she's obviously in um in the academically accelerated program so she 
doesn't really hang out right as much we and, did. they don't have time because they're in all these extra classes and yeah. whatnot. I was like right in between in high school. So she doesn't really get the the negative, you know, stereotypical mm -hmm. public school issues, which Baltimore County arguably doesn't have many of. It is not the city. Um, and and I do I do want to say that her school, when something does happen, there were a couple of times where there were fights and police had to be called in and stuff like that. They do a very good job of communicating that to the parents, uh, saying what's being done and how is it being handled. So all in all, not bad. I am not frustrated with it. But now I'm looking at, you know, my, I didn't think I'm going to have to do this again, right? But I have a soon to be two year old and I'm hearing about drag queens at story yeah, time at school and different curriculums that are perverse versions of history and math. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and you have to think about well, what's, what is safe now? You know, how do you not indoctrinate a child to a certain lifestyle that you don't agree with and have say? Because there are school systems around the country where parents are being completely shut down from making oh, any yeah. decisions. It, it's insane. It's insane what's going on. And again, you know, that's a whole nother topic, but school should be about reinforcing reading, writing, and arithmetic and the 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 viable things you need in life you right. know balancing checkbooks you know even how to write a check i mean if, if people still write checks uh, but you know pay. basic <laughs> finances things of that nature it's one of the reasons we put my my middle son in a different school that focuses on that. i mean they have a farm on the school and they're going to be learning agriculture awesome. and uh things like that um <clears throat> i think we've completely lost focus on that and it's unfortunate and this is why it's going to fall on the parents to take a stand, you know, fathers and mothers um, to really enforce their morals, values and ethics, not just of their own, but of what this country was founded on. And not in that, increasing curiosity within kids and having them do research and learn for themselves rather than feeding them some sort of propaganda type, right. you know, um, agenda that somebody else wants the kids to be fed. Um, you know, I find it. I find it very cool when when you told me about the school your son is going mm -hmm. into and, and all the different skills he's going to be learning on top of the typical academics, right? right? And, and I think that's great because honestly, there are skills nowadays that are lost on people, right? You know, Th there's a tire. reason <laughs> why you know a welder or a pipe fitter can make six figures now these Easily. days. Nobody else wants to be nobody's doing it. And nobody knows how to do it. Nobody knows how to do it. And, and I think, you know, we talked about uh, COVID a while back. One of the positive side effects in my mind was the idea that schools realized they can do a lot of it virtually. And schools realized that a lot of the stuff, specifically on the college level, a lot of the electives and stuff like that that they were teaching were useless. They just to fill up, you know, credits and, and charge more money. So now there are programs out there that say you want to earn a profession. You do not need to go to a four-year college yeah I, i've seen that myself you know when i was transitioning out and you know just looking at the job market it's amazing how you'll see now in there is like yeah you can have a, a four-year degree but we prefer you know so many years experience or etc yeah. etc etc et yeah and and schools that give credit towards you know life experience as being mm -hmm. military law enforcement mm -hmm. you know anything like that i think that goes a long way but let's bring it back to our, our young kids you and i were talking about <laughs> yeah. um an idea and honestly not not uh to be quite frank with everybody not um 
well, an original idea, right? Not so at it's all. something we learned from, or we, at least I heard from uh, from Tim Kennedy, right, and something that he was doing. But the idea of creating a school, call it a private school, a charter school, I'm not really sure about the terminology, and teaching those skills that, that you and I talk about. So, you know, us being Masada, right? including self-defense, including basic medical stuff, including life skills, like you said, changing an oil on a car, mm -hmm. you know, stuff that will set them up for success in the terms of being able to endure and survive whatever life is going to throw at them. Yeah, just the basic viability of life. You know, yeah. you graduate high school, what do I do? You know, you want to be able to have some skills to yep. survive. Yep. You know, now it's okay to be 30 years old and living with your parents, I don't think so. I don't think I could last, honestly. I left my house at the age of 17. Yep, 18, went to the military. I would still come home on the weekends, but soon, as soon as I got in the military, I got my own place. Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, no, I, I would go nuts. <laughs> yes, no no way. Uh, mom, if you're listening, I love you, but you and dad drove me nuts. Yeah, I just hung so, up on my mom by accident, so I'm going to hear it here in a little bit. Yeah, I don't think it was an accident, though. It was. You saw me trying to answer, and I realized, oh, damn, I hit the red button, not you, the green button. I, I saw took you the miss. red pill. <laughs> I saw you messing with the phone. That's all I saw. And you know, they call oh, it Freudian sleep for a reason. Oops. Yeah, Freud did uh, talk a lot yeah. about son-mother's relationship. <laughs> um, but, you know, we we have the space at Masada. We have, you know, 3,500 square feet. We have people with a vast um reach of knowledges and, and expertise right between yourself, me, um, Michael, some of the other people in the office. If we wanted to teach a curriculum, academic curriculum that is on par with what's being taught in other matching school systems, right? I think we can do that and probably better. Oh. Um, and then on top of that, teach those block of instructions. Like if a child, like physical education was taken out of most school systems, mm -hmm. But if we teach a 45-minute self-defense class every day, can you imagine the health, wellness, and that, how that would translate into the overall well-being of a child emotionally, psychologically, right. and just health, right? So so having that as part of the curriculum, I mean, the, the, the work you do, let's say, with, with your woodworking mm -hmm. and building, if you, if you can teach how a plumbing system works, right? right? So these kids have a basic understanding. Not that they're going to be a master plumber or anything like that, right. but they're going to have a certain level of independence that most people right now, if they have a clogged toilet, they have to call and pay $250 for an emergency call right. for a plumber. Right? I mean, you'd be surprised how many young adults you have to tell them righty-tighty, lefty-loosey to use a screwdriver. I mean, it baffles me, you know, but at the same time, I get it because um, we're just losing focus of those basic skills. Yeah, I hear you. I don't know that I get it. I'll be honest. I think I think something. Listen, I don't get it because my three-year-old knows how to use a screwdriver, a hammer, a drill. Yeah, yeah. and and you know we uh, we we even take it a step back. I mean, writing. Yeah, kids yep. nowadays don't know how to write. They they type, and even that a shortened typing, mm -hmm. right? Because everybody's like, "LOL, I do." Oh my god, and I whatever. can't stand when they talk that way too. Right? So they're losing the ability to actually write, you know, don't even talk about cursive anymore. People can't read or write that. Uh, it's yes. a problem. Thank thankfully, my kids are still learning cursive in their schools, but again, private schools, not yeah. public schools. Um, yeah, when AI, you know. And that's, I was just about to say, technology is really 
although it's advancing us in certain areas, I think on a basic social level, it's hurting this next generation. Because like you said, nobody writes letters anymore. No. You know, there's no handwritten correspondence. They don't even have to write an essay anymore. Chat GPT, write me a thousand word essay. Yeah. Or, I don't know, and, and what's crazy is like, apparently you can detect if AI wrote it, but what comes out programs that can counter the counter to the counter. I'm like, come on. Like there's no originality anymore. Right. Even, it can even draw you pictures. You know, I'm thankful my daughter, she loves art. She hand draws art. I got her a tablet. She does the procreate and everything like that, but I still find her in her room with her paint brushes stroking away. Um, and I encourage that. Yeah. You know, I said, you have to be able to do it from your heart with your hands before you can push a button and just do it that way. Um, so I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Technology should be an enhancer of your skills. Correct. Not a substitute Correct. for your skills. Correct. Um, you know, I would love to our technical difficulties. I hope he was was not muted the whole time. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah, we'll find out. And now you're just gonna have to lip read. I need Michael to freaking beer and manage all of that because that's know? too much of. Anywho, um, in case people missed the last couple of seconds because of the changes of microphones and whatnot. Um, talking about possibly opening a school, talking about the viability of us being able to do it. You were mentioning a mutual friend whose wife does all this. He just, she provides teachers. teachers. Right. I don't think we ever need that, to be honest. I mean, it would be cool to pick our brain, but the reality is that take a typical curriculum. You can teach history. Oh, yeah. I, I was going to say, please don't make me teach math. No, I can teach math. Because, you know, I count and biology. <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, you know, you can teach woodwork. We can all teach PE. And, and here's the thing. Um, I used to have a teacher. I loved him to death. Uh, go figure. He was a former Marine, Vietnam vet, but totally cool guy. And he had this saying every time. It was a social studies class. But he was same idea as us, right? Like a kinesthetic learner, hands-on, which is hard for social studies. But he would incorporate every other subject. So, you know, like something math came up, he'd say social studies into math, math into social studies, or social studies into English, English into social studies. And you can take a woodworking class, for example, you're going to learn mathematics. You know, you're going to learn different things. You're going to learn. Do measurements, geometry. Correct. You know, yeah. this is why you look at the Amish, right? They they only go up to what elementary school, high school. They learn their basic arithmetic. And they, they own multi-million dollar companies building sheds and slides. And, Allegedly. You know, Allegedly, no, right? It's uh, for sure. I'm pretty sure they grow the kush and sell it on the side too, because you know they got what, those that, awesome farms. But they may, uh, they may save this world in terms of oh, fighting yeah, AI. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely one, one, one. Uh, Skynet goes active, and yep. <laughs> you know the war of the machines start. They're, they're going to come with their, you know, pitchforks, and well, they probably won't even know what's happening. So <laughs> <laughs> they'll be True. they'll be secluded in their in their uh, um, towns. That's funny. Uh, no, but I I think. You know, as as a father that's really concerned about the state and, and shape of education in this country right now, and I'm thinking, Tyler and I were talking about, do we homeschool? I mean, honestly, right now, that's the most viable mm -hmm. option because um, I really don't like the way. But it, for me, always, there's the whole concept of an, uh, the social interaction, right. right? And I understand homeschoolers, there's, there's groups they belong to, they do right, certain things right. together. Well, that's the program that we got. It's a co-op. So you're in school three days, you're home two days. Right. So, but if we can get, I don't know, 10 kids that are in the same boat and get them every day together, Almasada, you know, again, we have the space, we have the people. Um, we should be able to run a school, you know, in-house. Um, and, and I think that would be... 
That'll be great. What other subjects are being taught today that we need to make sure we cover? Oh, man. Uh, reading, writing, and arithmetic are your three basic subjects. Yeah. So let's talk yeah. literature. Who can teach literature? Because uh, the books you read are not child appropriate. I mean, you know what, though? I, you know I love military history, but I actually have children's military history books. Like, Yeah, that's why you're not appropriate to teach yeah, literature. Yeah, probably shouldn't. All right, kids, this is what happens when you get gutted with a bayonet on Guadalcanal. <laughs> I got nothing. At, <laughs> at some point, they're gonna have to. <laughs> yeah, you, you'll take over when it's history time. But but I think I think internally we can find people, or maybe one of the parents of the other kids can teach. You know, literature. Yeah, there's always gonna be somebody who pitches. That's the whole idea of these charter schools, co-ops, etc. You know, you're gonna you're gonna pull on the resources that apply. It's like anything else. Like we look at it from a military standpoint, right? You're going to get your best shooter to be the designated marksman, right? right? You're going to get your smartest guys to be the medics and stuff like that. It's no different in the educational realm, right? You're just like you're running a fire team. All right, you're good at this. That's what you're going to do. You're good at this. That's going to be your primary. You'll have a backup. But that's going to be right, your primary. Gotta be an overlap. There's got to be a, right. uh, an option because, for example, we travel, right? Mm -hmm. So if you and I are teaching at a conference, somebody else should be able to teach, you know, history, math, and right. biology instead of or, us. Or at least be able to set it up in a way that someone can look at what right. you're doing and then just run with it. And honestly, using technology, most of this problem, you can buy curriculums online Correct. and put them in front of a computer as long as we augment it with the, okay, get off the screen. Mm -hmm. Let's do self-defense for 45 minutes. Yep. Let's go for a jog. Let's learn how to swim. Let's do some woodwork, you right. know, stuff that is not dependent on true academics. So it can be a split program. Look at that. We're actually developing the whole program right and now. You think about it, again, you know, I like integrating stuff. Like you, you did it with Havoc. I did it when I was in the police academy because I was so limited on time. So I would combine physical fitness with defensive tactics, which mm -hmm. is basically the premise of, of Havoc, right? right? You do it when we do shooting, right? You give them math problems. And the solution is what? How many rounds you shoot? It's no different. We do it with kids. All right, five plus five. That's how many times you got to punch the back. You know, so there's... You're limited by your own creativity and, you know, um, imagination. Right. You know, so there's ways, especially me, that's the type of learner I am very kinesthetic. You know, I think I would have been a lot more successful in math if I had an abacus in front of me. You know what I mean? Rather than just staring at a board and trying My to figure things out. My kids actually learn how to use an abacus in like kindergarten, which was, I thought was fascinating. Yes, it's, but it puts it right in your face. You're seeing it, right. you know, it's in your hands. It's, it's tangible rather than this idea floating around in a teacher's head that's putting it on a chalkboard if they still use chalkboards and you that's have to figure it out. Though. Whatever. I use a chalkboard. And you know you're not supposed to erase from side to side. You're supposed to erase up and down. No, I did not know that. Do you know why? No. It wiggles your butt. Oh. So you're not shaking your ass to the kids. Are you making shit up now? No, no, no. I actually heard that. I don't know if it's true or not. <laughs> but I know if I'm doing it, ah, Mr. Steve's got a fat ass. You know, like. Mr. Steve does have a fat ass. I, I do. But that would avoid the jiggling of it. Oh, okay, I got you. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, back to topic. No, I, I think we, before we got the topic down, I think the idea of, you know, again, as we talk about Father's Day and as as parents, we're concerned about our kids' future and and proper upbringing and education. Um, coming out with solutions like that, and not that this is the perfect solution for everybody. I think for us, it's pretty ideal. Um, but I'm, I'm thinking other people, depending on where you live, geography, you know, your right. own background. And, and, you know, I can, I'm sweating. Um, 
empirically speaking, like I grew up in New York City, right? I, I didn't even know what grass was until, you know, I went to Central Park in Manhattan. But if it weren't for certain classes that at the time were available in school, I would not have known basic things like how to use a screwdriver. You know, right. um, there was a woodshop class. There was a home ec class, which I loved because I was the only guy in it. Um, I, you know, but I learned how to you know, cook cake. spaghetti. And actually, my final project was a donut. Thank you. Hey, man, it was a premonition. I became a cop. So. <laughs> um, That's racist. Uh, but then you also had these charter schools. Like I remember, uh, I think it was Bronx Automotive. You know, you learn basically a lot of the students from those schools ended up working for like these major companies, automotive companies, because they would specifically work on those cars. You had aviation high school where they had a fighter jet in the hangar that they had to take apart, put back together. Oh, that's you know? very cool. And a lot of those schools have, have vanished, you know, right. but I, I I mean, I can go on and on and on, but that's all gone now. You know, so, now it's about, you know, I don't even want to get into it, but, you know. Right. I think uh, I think I really want to do this. That's honest truth because, again, my daughter is getting to a nature where I got to make a decision. Um, so I'm going to use this platform as to hold myself accountable. Not only and that, I'm, if I'm you're out there right? and you agree with these ideas, hey, reach out to us. Man. Let's, only Let's reach make out it to happen. Us if you are in the Anne Arundel County area, specifically, just because logistics and geography right. does matter, um, reach out to us. Um, if you have a child of the ages between, I guess, we have even between two and, well, <laughs> two and four right now, because that's our kids, so we can right. put them in the program and then build a class around them that they can grow with. Um, and yep. we don't even have to start with a full five days a week curriculum. We can start with once a week, get all the kids together and start building them right. up. And just make it into a co-op, you yeah. know, where we're all helping each other out, giving them what they need. Do we need to get accredited by a state? I don't know how that works. We'll have to look into um, that. Yeah, if you can help with that, reach yeah, out. Reach out to us. But uh, certainly, um, if you have any interest, let us know. And what I started to say as far as holding myself accountable, because this is how I work best, right? If, if somebody else knows checklists, timelines, time-bound yes. uh, projects, I would say we are now the day before Father's Day 2023. By Father's Day 2024, this program, if it not already started, it should solidified be in the works. and ready to go by the following September. So by September 2024, which is the new school year, a year from now, essentially, um, we have a program ready to go with kids enrolled in it and curriculum written. That's I, my I think it's feasible. I don't see why not. I don't see why not either. Um, like I said, and, and the thing is, the beauty of something like this, it's it doesn't have to be stationary, right? Oh, woodworking time. We're going to Steve's garage, you know, whatever it were as a class. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're all going to learn together. <laughs> when you hear going to Steve's garage, there's other questionable. There's lots of dangers <laughs> involved. So now we got to buy a minivan. Yes, but you, you might need that, you know what I mean? Because that's the beauty of this type of learning, right? A history lesson does not have to be taught out of a book. It's a field trip to Fort McHenry and learn about the Star-Spangled Banner, you know I what I mean? Say, I, I did not appreciate it at the time, but growing up in Israel, learning Bible studies and history, we would learn something and then have the opportunity to go visit the site. Yes. It's, it, it's it's different. It does make it. I mean, you saw my emotional reactions when you brought me to Israel. I've read about it. I learned about it. But to actually be there and see it and say, oh, wow, you know, it's it's valid. Right. It, it's it makes a huge impact. Like even go to Fort McHenry. I to this day and most vets do um, when they do the flag raising at Fort McHenry. I get so emotional because that is 
where it happened you know right. so it's like you appreciate it even more you know I, I have another assignment for our listeners this is a homework assignment since we're talking about school i hate homework it's up for you okay good it's for the listeners i'm not doing it <laughs> <laughs> but the listeners if you uh if you want to win we'll say a beer pint glass and a t-shirt right at those two, are nice beer glasses yeah, by the nice way. beer glasses Write a 200 word essay on what is Masada, the history of Masada. Oh, right. I've done some research. Yeah. Got to write it. Got to send it to us. Cannot use, you know, AI. Um, and there is a program to right? put it in to see if they did. And then, um, you know, and send it to us and tag it online saying Masada homework. Hashtag Masada homework. I just came up with this bullshit. I don't know if it. You know, it's cool though, because <laughs> during the conference, two people came up, recognized the name, and knew what it was about, yep. and really appreciated, you know, what what it meant to yep. be named Masada. Because if you're going to name yourself Masada, you got to have the mm, to back it up. Yep, 100%. right. So, which we do. So, go ahead and do the homework. Send it to us. Um, tag yourself doing it. Uh, hashtag Masada homework, and we'll send you a pine glass and a T-shirt. I like it. I might do it just to get the pine glass and the t-shirt. I thought you don't do homework. I'll have chat GBT do it for me. Oh, wait, we just said we could. No, I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> well, Stephen, um, have a wonderful Father's Day. Yeah, yep. What are you going to do before we sign off for Father's Day? Uh, my plan is so I get the kids tonight because uh, this is not typically my weekend. So right. I'm going to get them uh, tonight. No, it is your weekend because it's Father's it Day. Is, it is. Well, in theory, according to the way the custody is written, I would get them tomorrow for the day. But I get them tonight and I get them till Monday morning. So it's cool. Uh, I told the boys, we'll probably go fishing. Nice. Uh, and, and, you know, I just want to relax and spend time. Yeah, I, I already told myself I'm going to I want a five guys burger with fries and I'm going to work on their treehouse. Like I, I, I don't, I, nothing resonates to me more than Father's Day than doing fatherly stuff for my kids. Well, maybe I'll do that because I've been talking to my kids about we, yeah, know, expanding the adventure wall. Yeah, the adventure wall outside. Maybe we'll that's do what that. I'm calling it. I don't know what you call it. Yeah, I call like it, it the adventure wall. It, it is for now on be called the, the adventure, adventure wall. wall. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. So that's my Father's Day. Awesome. That sounds great. So for everybody else out there, have a wonderful Father's Day. Make the most out of it. Um, it is not uh, parental. You know, what do they call it? Because they don't call mothers mothers anymore. They're, I don't know what they call them. I call my mom mom. No, no, it's weird. It's it's one of those walk things, but whatever. So then why are we they, even bringing it up? Because we actually are fathers and I. Oh, yeah, I'm a father. And I think everybody and I'm a male, father and biologically, should. genetically, and mentally. <laughs> um, but I want to enforce that. So for those of you that are fathers out there, um, go make the most out of it. Be a dad. Do something with your kids. Reach out if you need ideas. And until next time, stay savage.